We're starting by Ezra Shem the new parak, Amon and Nizaynas, Daft Sadibav. And what we're discussing is the Chiyav Nizaynas. So we know that when the husband and wife were married, that according to most uh, the Tanayim, most of the Tanayim that we had quoted back in the Nuns, that there's a Chiyav Daraisa, She'erak Susava Inasa, Layigra, that that meant Mizaynas, and the husband has to provide his wife with Mizaynas, and in exchange he gets Maisiyadayim, he gets whatever she produces um, throughout the marriage. So he provides Mizaynas, and he gets what she produces. Now what happens if the husband passes away before the wife? So the Amana is going to get Mizaynas. And that is a Tanai Bezdin. And we're going to discuss two different Tanai Bezdin. There's two different Minhagim of what the Tanai Bezdin was. So an Amana, just like in exchange when the husband had to provide his wife Mizanis, would, would get her Maisi Yadayim. So too, Amana, Nizanis, an Amana that gets Mizanis from Yadayim, So whatever she produces would go to the Yisayim, go, go to the Yarshim, go to the Yisayim. The Ein Chayavim B'Kfurasa. However, Different than a husband. A husband, because if his wife passes away first, would have the chiv to bury her because he inherits her ksuba. Um, the Yarshim don't have that. So why? Because they still have to pay out the ksuba. Since they have to pay out the ksuba, the chiv to bury her comes along with the ksuba. So now the Gemara is going to ask the following shalah. Here's the shalah. When we said that an almana gets Mizaynas and has to give Maizayadaha, are we talking about a Nizaynas Tanan or a Nizaynas Tanan? What does this mean? Nizaynas Tanan or Ha'anche Galil, that we're talking about an Amana, that <coughs> Amana that, that the Yorshim don't have an option, that if she, if she wants, she gets Mizaynas as soon as the husband passes away, and the Yorshim can't do anything about it. Meaning they can't give her a Ksuba early, they have to give her Mizaynas until, in, they have to give her Mizaynas until she asks for a Ksuba. Or, right, or are we saying that the time where the Yarshim are going to get the Maisiyah Dayim, that is when they decided to give her Mizaynas. Because in, in the Tanai Bezin, Anshi Yehuda, is that the Yusayimim have to provide Mizaynas only if they don't want to pay the Ksuba. Meaning, but if they, it's, it's at their option to just pay the Ksuba immediately. I mean, if, if, she's be, if she's going to be Tabea of course they have to pay the Ksuba. But the point is, let's say she wants to get Mazinus, drag it out. She wants to get Mazinus until she's ready to get her Ksuba. So in Galil, in, in Galil, that would be completely up to her. That's completely at her discretion. If she wants to get Mazinus, she can get Mazinus until she's ready to be Tabea Ksuba. Or in Yehuda, in Yehuda, though, the Yarshim can, can decide that they, they don't want to pay Mazinus at all and they can give the Ksuba right away. So again, when we said Amana which one are we talking about? Which Amana that that's being provided with Mizanis, would her go to the Yarshim? Are we talking about the one with at her option? Or are we talking about the one that it's at their option? They they Yehuda, the meaning if they want, they don't have to give her they don't have to give her um, they don't have to give her Mizanis at all. So now, Tashima, let's see. Amar Abzeira, Amar Shmuel. So we have B'Shem Shmuel. Mitzia Samana La'atma. That a Mitzia, if a woman, if, if an Amana finds a Mitzia, she gets to keep it for herself. Now, Amar B'Shem Ahani Zainas Tanan. So if we're talking about Anche Yehuda, that if we're talking about Anche Yehuda, if our Mishnah is saying that when do the Yorshim get the Maisiya Dayim, meaning when do they get the act as a husband, that's only if they elect. It's because they elected to give her Mizanus, 
They weren't forced into it. If they were forced into it. They don't. They don't get the ma'aser daim. If they were, if they elected, they were nice. They decided to bribe mezana. So then, in exchange, they're going to get the ma'aser daim and ostensibly the mitzias of the almana. Just like, just like when the husband is alive, the husband gets ma'aser daim. Along with that, he also gets the mitzia. We'll see why exactly. Misham Eva. Okay, so again, maybe our mission is only talking about where does she have, to, where did the Yerushim get the Maisiyah Dayim? That is only if they, like in Yehuda, they, because they had an option to provide Mizanis, they decided to provide Mizanis, therefore they get the Maisiyah Dayim. But maybe Anche Galil, where they don't have a choice, so then we're not going to give them Maisiyah Dayim because they don't have a choice anyway, so why do we have to give them anything in exchange? So, I, then how would you understand Shmuel, Maisiyah Samanala Atzma? Okay, so that's talking about in a situation where they decline to provide mezainas. So again, if they provide mezainas, if in Yehuda, where it's, where it's their option, if they provide mezainas, so then they would get Maisiyah Deha, and they would get Metziah. One was Shmuel saying that an Amana, that her Metziah goes to herself, that's in Yehuda, where they chose not to provide mezainas, um, so then she would get her Metziahs. Then, then she would get she would get the Hebrew Metziahs. Okay, so yeah, Bishlama, Hanizainas, we're talking about Yehuda, Tanan, Shapir. So then I understand what Shmuel is talking about, meaning that she gets to keep her Mizainas, she gets to keep her, her Mitziah when they decide not to provide Mizainas. El Nizainas, Tanan. So if we're talking about, if we're talking about that, the Yusayim, get her Mitziah, Dayim, when they have no option to provide Mizainas, so even Mizainas, Tanan, Nihavu Kabal, why would Shmuel say that she gets to keep her? Metziah. She should be exactly like the Baal. Ma Baal Metziah Isha Labala. Just like a husband has the right to the Metziah that his wife finds. Hachanami Metziah Isha Liyarshim. So too over here, they should have the right. Okay, and therefore, again, we're trying to bring a raya that it has to be that our Mishnah is talking about, that uh, has to be that our Mishnah is talking about Hani Zainas. So the Gemara says, no. No raya. So no raya, says the Gemara. Lailam Emalach Nizainas Tanan. Maybe our Mishnah is talking about where is Nizainas, meaning Anche Galil where the Yarshim don't have a choice. And the whole, the whole raya you were trying to bring from Shmuel, Metziah Samana La'atzma, is we're assuming that it's a case not like our Mishnah, because in our Mishnah, if you said Hanin Zainis, Anche Yehuda decided to provide, therefore they get Maisei Daim, and you tethered Metziah, you said that whatever Maisei Daim go, Metziah goes. Okay, and therefore, the reason Shmuel would say that an Amana gets to keep her own Metziah, is we're talking about a situation where they decided not to provide her mezainus, then she gets to keep her mezainus. Then she gets to keep her maisiyah daim. Sorry. So the... But over here, maybe we're talking about Anche Galil. But we don't have to say that maisiyah daim follow mitziah at all. Why did the Rabbanon say that the mitziahs, that the wife, that the husband has a right, has a right to his wife's mitziahs is delayed to have a eva? Because we don't want to create any sort of issues in their marriage, right? If the husband's providing a mitziah and she refuses to give her mitziah up to him, so it's going to create eva, it's going to create a marital discord. Hani to have a eva. Over here, we don't care if there's eva, meaning like this. And if we go back to the Gemara Memzayan, so we discussed eva in regards, we understand husband and wife, there's a concept of eva, marital discord. Now, there was another case where we said eva, and that was by a father. Ha'av zakai bibita, that the father gets his daughter's mitzia, okay, and he provides her mitzayinus. Now, over there we said that the father does not have to provide mitzayinus. He can elect to provide mitzayinus, and, and therefore, we said that there's going to be an eva problem, okay, there's going to be an Ava problem because if 
the, if the daughter brings home the Mitziah and she's eating out of the father's estate and she keeps her Mitziah for herself, so it's going to create a problem the, the father's not going to want to provide a Mitziah for her anymore. Okay, so we use Ava to say that, again, in a mar- husband and a wife, it's Ava means marital discord, so we don't want there to be an issue in the marriage. So therefore, we, told, we said that the woman finds something that goes to her husband. When we talked about a father and daughter, we said Ava was that because the Mitziah is optional, the father doesn't have to provide. Again, what age, that was other discussions that we've had, but the father doesn't have to provide his daughter a and therefore, in exchange for the fact that the father is providing his daughter a mezenus, so therefore, she would, get, she would have to give him any mitzia that she finds. But over here, but over here, yes, for Mysia, daim, that would come in exchange for mezenus, just like husband and wife, so too, almana, almana and Yershim, even though they don't have a choice in the matter. But there is a, there is a difference in regards to the mitziah, that by the husband and wife, we said we don't want there to be issues in the marriage, therefore the wife finds something, it goes to her husband. But over here, we don't care if there's issues between, if, if they're not happy if she gets a mitziah and she gets to keep it, it's no problem, because I what? We're going to be concerned like a father or daughter that the Yershim aren't going to feed her? They don't have a choice. It's, and Rashi says here, the al-karcham Okay, Okay, so that's a straight, even, even, even exchange. Okay, we automatically assume that Maisei Adayim were like Mitzia or coming from Mitzayinus. No, it's totally different. That the Maisei Adayim, that's for, that is an exchange for Mitzayinus. Mitzia, then it depends on the situation. If it's a situation where Ava is something we're concerned about, so then you're right, we're going to give it to the husband, we're going to give it to the father. Um, but over here, on Yershim, we don't care about Ava at all. Okay, so therefore we have no raya one way or another. We don't know what the case of our mission is talking about. When does, when do the Yershim get Maesuidaim in exchange for Mazinus? Is it in a situation where they are compelled, they don't have a choice, they don't have a choice to provide Mazinus, or is it only, is it only going to get Maesuidaim in a situation where uh, it was at their option, they elected to provide Mizanis. By the way, Rabbi Yisrael is saying that any malacha that a wife has to do for her husband, almana almana also has to do for the Yarshim, except with a couple of exceptions. Except for these are Dvarm Shal Harchaka, so pouring a cup of wine, making the bed of Archatus Yad of Raglov, okay, she will not have to wash their faces. These are things, yes, these are responsibilities that a woman has uh, to her husband. The husband is providing Mizanis, so, so too over here when we talk about that they get her maestri daim, so maybe the other, and what we're saying is komalacha, any other, any other responsibilities that a woman has to her husband, she would have to do them, except for things that are, um, uh, are, that are done because of, of kirba. Okay, dvarm shalkrivas, like we had seen before, these things are going to be usher for the wife to do for her husband when she's a nida, etc. Amr Rabbi Shuban Levi, komalacha she'eved ha'isal rabbi, talmud ha'isal rabbi, any malacha that an eved does for his master, a talmud should do for his rabbi, chutz me'taris manal, except for untying his shoe. Okay, why? Because then we're going to think that he's an Eved. We don't know, is this Talmud just doing Shemesh by his Rebbe, or is he an Eved? And the problem is, if we see a, a Talmud untying his Rebbe's shoe, okay, we're going to think that he's an Eved. Amr um, and by the way, the only time we're concerned that, this is, that, he's, that he's an Eved, meaning that he shouldn't untie his Rebbe's shoe, is Abba Makam She'en Makirinus. That's what we don't know who he is. Abba Makam She'en So if we know who he is, so we know that he is a, a Jew of good standing, we know he's not an Eved, then less than, but we're not going to have the problem. And even if we don't know him, that's only going to be if he doesn't wear tefillin, but if he's anyways wearing tefillin, so then we know he's a Jew. 
Um, Tesis points less lamba. Then we have no problem. Now Tesis points out this what we said that if he's wearing tefillin less lamba, we don't have a problem. That's only if he's wearing tefillin all the time because the Gemara discussed it before all the way back on Daf Chavches that an an Ebed is allowed to wear tefillin uh, periodically. Okay, Ha'isha hiniach tefillin bifnei rabbi. Okay, it's not a sign that he uh, is now uh, uh, a freed Ebed. Okay, it's not, it's not a sign that he's a full card-carrying uh, Jew. Okay, and therefore, what we're talking about over here when we said, that's if he's constantly, he's always putting on Tefillin. Any Rebbe that does not allow his Talmud to service him, okay, it, it's, it's as if he is um, being what does that mean? Right, he's he's dis, it, it's he's going against the idea of chesed. Why? Well, the pasuk says lamas chesed. When a person removes others from him, lamas is removal. When you remove others from him, then it's meri chesed. You're removing chesed. Okay, that also the yirshamayim will be perik from him. What does that mean? If he abandons yirshamayim. Now, Amr Abelazar, let's discuss. So we're dis- in our parak we're discussing an almana that gets mezainus. Now, where does she get mezainus from? So, as we've discussed, and we had the Gemara back on Samach test, discuss Rava said, I'm a Rava, that, again, this is before the Tshuva Sakayinim time, so in the times of the Gemara was, the woman gets her whether it's mezainus, Ksuba or the Nidunya, everything is only collected from Karka, not from Metatl. Okay, so all things that a woman gets, Ksuba and Mizanis, should only be from Karka. So now we're going to have Amr Rabbi Lazar. Amr that if a woman grabs Metatlin, Masha Tafsa Tafsa. Again, even though she really only has rights, like we said, Hilchasa, Mimikarki, Vlavi Metatli, Bain Luksuba, Bain Laparnasa. So she's only supposed to get getting from Karka if she grabs metaltalin, Masha Tafsa Tafsa. Okay, she gets to keep it. We see in a Brisa, Okay, we actually saw this in a story, Shatafsa Diski Malay Paris, that this um Kalasa, the daughter-in-law, was an Amana. She grabbed a sack full of money. Okay, they couldn't take it away from her. Now, when did when is she grabbing this? So there's actually Tesis records a machlekes two different shitas. So uh, Tesis says Pirush Rivan is that she grabs it la'achar misasabal. So again, it's already the money is passed down to the Yerushim, and she's grabbing mois um, Yerushim, and this is problematic, right? We have to explain why, um, because normally, right, if we, we, we treat an Isher, Ksubas Isher, Mezenis is a Balchayv, so then a Balchayv uh, wouldn't just be able to grab once it's passed down to the, to the um, Yisayimim. So, in the Shittas Rivan, that we're, again, we're talking about she grabbed it, Achar Misa, she grabbed it essentially from the Yerushim, so we have to say that it's, um, it's a Tanai Bezdin. And therefore, it says, Almur Rabbanon Tvei Lohel Batfisa. That even though normally you wouldn't allow Tvisa, but over here, this is a tonight, this is a tonight Bezdin, okay? And so that's one way Tesis explains it. And the other way that we explain it is that Tesis brings down a Shitas Rach that, and, and Halachos Kodelos that say that we're talking about she grabbed it, not Machar Misa, not when it was the Metaltum were already in the Rishos of the Arshim, but rather it was Mechayim when the husband was still alive, even though Ksuba. 
normally, right? The ksuba doesn't come do mechayim, okay? And therefore, this is a tenai ksuba. This is something that's a, a continuation of the ksuba. And there's no such thing as a ksuba coming do mechayim since, um, since she's going to get mezainas. So she has mezainas during mechayim, so she has rights to mezainas, even though it's a different right. Mezainas mechayim, like we explained, is midaraisa, and that's why some of Farsham explain this. The mezainas mechayim of the husband is midaraisa. Achar uh, misa, um, it's only a tenai bezdin, but still she has rights to some sort of mezainus, and therefore, even if she grabs a mechaim. So those are two different ways of learning it. So back in the Gemara, Amar Ravina. So this that we said, Rabbi Lazar said that Amana that grabs metaltov, even though she normally um, would only get mezainus, or mezainus are norm, you can only collect from karka, that if she grabs metaltolin, so she can keep it for mezainus. So Amar Ravina, by the way, this is only mezainus, I suba mafkinim mina. For Ksuba, we're going to take it away. It's only Dafka Mezainis. Again, you know, certainly in Shitas uh, Rach, as we explained it, that she's grabbing it. Mechayim, so we understand there's a big difference. And Ksuba is not, is, is not paid out. Mechayim, Mezainis, she gets Mechayim. Again, even though it's for a different sort of, uh, a different reason. One could be is Daraisa and one is Tanai Bezdin, but she has Shaykhis to Mezainis. So again, Ravina is saying, we're going to take it away from her mask. So he doesn't understand why are you differentiating. Makes no difference, right? Where are you supposed to get it from? You're supposed to get, you're supposed to get mezainus and ksuba from karka. So if we allow one, we should allow the other. Okay, so they should go, just like if we're making an exception, so make an exception for Mizanis, make an exception for Ksuba. Why would you differentiate between two? The said to Ravina, Ravina was the one who said that it was only for Mizanis. Yes, Rabbi Lazar said, I'm on a Shatafsa Metaltal, and Mizanis said, it's Dafka Mizanis, and not for Ksuba. Okay, so that's what Ravina said. Huitaka said, like you, Ravina, that this, that a woman, who grabs mitaltalin, it's only for Mizainus that will let her keep it, but not for the Ksuba. We'll take it back if it's for the Ksuba. So let's say a woman waited two or three years. Okay, she kind of let her Mizainus responsibilities build up. Tava Mizainus, and she didn't and she and she didn't ask for it. She waited two or three years, Ibda Mizainus. So if she waits two or three years, she's gonna lose her Mizainus. And what we're talking about is, and we're going to see this in a second, we're talking about in arrears, meaning she can't ask, she can't claw back, she can't ask for the, the time that elapsed, so she has to collect it. Yes, she can kind of, you know, come back a few months later, or even up to up to at least two years, or it says two or three years, and she can say, hey, you owe me for the last two or three years, but if two or three years pass, and the Gemara says, hash time, ibda, if she's going to lose her claim on past mezainas after two years, shalash of course three years, why didn't they say two or three years? If it's two, then for sure three years has elapsed, she's not going to be able to claim back mezainas. So, it depends who we're talking about. If we're talking about a wealthy person, a wealthy person doesn't need the money right away, so she lets she lets the mezainus build up and she'll come collect it when she comes to collect it, so we're going to give her three years. But an ania, a poor person who doesn't have the money, okay, it shows that even after two years, she was meichelet. So again, what we're dealing here is mechila on previous mezainus. Time passed, she didn't ask for the mezainus ahead of time. Now the question is, can she go back and ask for back pay of mezainus? So, or do we say that she was meichelet? So again, on an, an Ani, we're saying is Michael after two years and an Asher is after three years. Inami, or we're talking Kamber Prutza, Kamber Tznua, okay, that it's not uh, Ani Ashira, but rather we're talking about a woman who's a Prutza versus a Tznua. A Prutza, uh, within two years, she had no problem, she has no problem uh, 
coming to ask the Yarshim for it, she's a prutza, but a tsnua, somebody who was more tsnua, she'd have to build up the courage to come and ask for it, and therefore we would give her a little bit more time to claim her back mezainus. By the way, this is all for mezainus in arrears. Okay, if we're talking about, of course, if just because she didn't ask for two or three years, she can continue getting mezainus. She has rights to mezainus now. Doesn't the mechila that we're saying is just on what had passed, what previously she was entitled to. Okay, but anything in the future, she would, of course, it's not a mechila for any future. So let's say the Yisaymim say that we gave mezainus. Now, Rashi says we're talking about that it's not in the past, but we're talking about, in the week. we're going to see the, the natural order of dispersion we're going to discuss is whether once every 12 months or every six months, but um, she would come to ask for a mezainus once a year, and then Lekeach would pay in installments, because if she got married or something, they would have to return the rest of the Yershim, so we're going to see that. So now, she, there, you know, a couple days past the year, she says, she says, I asked for a mezainus, they didn't give it to me, and, um, and uh, that's what she says. They didn't give it to me. And they say, right, so, we already gave her for the next, the upcoming year. She says, I didn't get it. That's the way Rashi um, learns the Shiloh. So the question is going to be, who has to bring a Raya? Meaning, who's considered the Mosek here? Now, again, Rashi says that we're talking about, she's asking for Mizoinus for the future. Taisa says it can't be, that it's Tainachar Maisa Bezdin. Okay, that she has rights to my bezin, it's a Maisa bezin that she gets Mazinus. There's no way that for the future there would even be a question. Of course, she has the rights to it. They would have to prove that they didn't pay it. Um, we're talking about, uh, in uh, rather, he says that we're talking about Mazinus Sha'avru. Again, we're going also Mazinus in Aria. But either way, the way you. Either way, the way you're learning the Shiloh, the question is, who is considered the Mochzik over here? That's really the Shiloh. That the Yusayim are considered the Mochzik on the on the Nechassim, okay, and therefore, so she's trying to get Mazinus out of them. So therefore, just like in any situation, the Yusayim are the Mochzik. Even though physically the money is sitting by the Yusayim, it's Becheskas the Almana. Why? Rashi says, but Tanai Bezdin. The Tanai Bezdin makes it that she's the Mochzik, even though the money is physically sitting with the Yusayim. Okay, so which one? Who's considered the Mochzik? So who's going to be believed? Who's going to have to bring the Raya to get the money? Is it the Almana to... Is it the Amana to get the money out of the Yusayim? Are the Yusayim the Muxik? Or is it the Yusayim we're going to have to bring a Raya to not pay the Amana because she has a dinam of Muxik, even though the money is not physically sitting by her? Tashima. So let's try to bring a Raya. The Tani Levi, Levi says, Amana Kozman Shalei Nisis, Al Yusayim Lahavi Raya. So an Amana, as long as until she's gotten married, so we see the Yusayim have to bring a Raya. Nisis, Allah Lahavi Raya. Okay, that as soon as she gets married, then she has to bring a raya, meaning as soon as she gets married, she no longer has rights to mezainus, so she's no longer considered the mochzik. Okay, but we see the way Levi learns it, it's clear that, <clears throat> it's, that, that it's clear that it's kolzman nisis, while she has rights to mezainus, she's considered the mochzik on it. Again, we have to go with, as Rashi at least explains, Shari nishtab bezdin. Okay, that it's nishtab at her, and therefore it's considered that she's the mochzik on it, and if the Yisraelim don't want to pay mezainus, so, again, that's dependent on how you learn Rashi or Taisus, but are we talking about the mezainus in the back, or, uh, you know, back mezainus, or are we talking about future mezainus, but either way, when we, uh, mezainus are called into question, who is considered the mochzik, Levi seems to be saying that she is the mochzik, because it's a Tanai Bezdin, and therefore the Yisraelim, in order to not have to pay the mezainus, would have to bring the Raya. Now, Amr of Simi Barashi, Simi Barashi says that this is actually a Machlikas Tanai, so as Levi seemed to be saying, it's clear that she's the muhsik as long as she has rights to receive the mezainus, 
um, as long as she's supposed to be getting mezanah, she's the machzik. Rashi says it's machzik is tanaim. Mecheres v'kayseves that a woman will sell. So she is right. There's the husband died, left over yisaimim. Okay, so she's the wife is essentially in charge of the estate, and she starts selling things. So now we don't know. How do we know if what she's selling was for ksuba or for her mezaynas? So we say that a woman can sell. Mecheres v'kayseves, she can sell, and she should write. She has to. She has to write, itemize what she's selling it for. Because that was Elu Muzonas Macharti, Elu Ksubas Macharti. I sold this for my Muzonas, I sold this for my Ksuba, so that we can keep track of it. Divi Rabbi, Divi Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yaisi, Aymer, no, she doesn't have to itemize Macheres because that was Stam. She could just write, she could just sell it. She doesn't have to specify in the document of sale what she's selling it for. Okay, so again. My What's this machlekes? The Rabbi Yehuda Damer Bayilif Rushe. She has to explain what she's selling it for. Saber Nechsebecheskes Yasmi Kaimi. That the Yisayimim are considered the Muchzik, and therefore she needs to keep track of exactly what she sold from Mizaynis. And therefore she has to bring a Raya. So what would be what would serve as the Raya? The bill of sale. She says I'm selling this from Mizaynis, and now we can count up what was Mizaynis, and we'll know. Rabbi Yehuda Sabar, Rabbi Yisi Sabar, Leibayilif Rushe. Okay, that Rabbi Yisi says she can just sell. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to itemize in the document of sale what she's selling it for. Why? Because she's the mochzik. So, let if they want to prove that it, she didn't, if they if they want to prove that um, if they want to prove if the assembly want want to taina that she got them as zainus, let them prove it that they can't use these documents of sale because she can she can sell stam. Then the nechasim are in the chazaka of the amana. So that's what we're trying to make this. Um, this the tutstadam of the Shiloh, we're trying to make this, not like Levi said, where he was clear that the Amana, as long as she's getting Mizanis, is the Mochzik. We're trying to make this a subject to the Machlikas of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yesi. How would we know who has to bring the Raya? Well, that depends on would we require her when she's selling things to itemize what she's selling it for. Does she have to say she's selling for Mizanis or not? Um, and that would be the tutstadam. So the says, no Raya, mimai. And we're going to say either Tzad. In other words, this Machlagas Tanaim could either be that the Yisayimim are the Mochzik or that the Isha is the Mochzik. Let's see. Maybe the Almana is actually the Mochzik, like we said, because Tanai Bezdin, so she is considered the Mochzik on it. And really, the Yisayimim would have to bring a Raya. I, so why does Rabbi Yehuda require her to document? To say what was sold from his answer, who the eats a type of We don't actually require it. We're just giving her good advice. So we shouldn't call her a gluttonous person, meaning somebody who likes to uh, consume copious, uh, lots, lots of food. Okay, we don't call her Ravanusa because if we do, what's going to happen? No one's going to want to marry her. So what we're saying is, keep track of what you spend from Mizanus so you'll know when a guy wants to marry you, show me what it'll cost me to feed you. And then you could keep track of what you, what you say. Oh, look, you see, I, yeah, I sold a million dollars worth of stuff. But it didn't, I didn't, I don't require a million dollars. I'm not that high maintenance. Oh, 90, you know, I sold X percentage from Xuba. Here's what I sold from my business, and therefore she can keep track of it, and therefore somebody will want to marry her. Because if you say that this requirement of Rabbi Yehuda, or really, like we're saying, that Rabbi Yehuda suggests that uh, it's an Eitz that she keeps track, 
If you want to tell me that keeping track is not an Eitz Ha-Teva, but it's a requirement, why? Because she has to bring the Raya, okay? So we see that it's, that the Yisamim are the Mosek. That's what you're, that's the alternate here. That's the other way of saying it. This whole Shaila, we can just answer from the next Mishnah. The Mishnah says, that a woman has the right to sell for Mezaynas, not in Bezin, meaning she could sell the Kaseves, and she writes, Elu Mezaynas Mecharti. Okay, so what's Rabbi Yechon and Shaila if the next Mishnah clearly says that the woman has to write? So if that, if this Machlekes Tanoim of whether you have to write what you're selling it for, you have to itemize it, is dependent on who is considered the Muchzak on the Nechassim. And if you have to write, like Rabbi Yehuda says, if that's what you want to say, Rabbi Yehuda means you have to write, that because the Yisraelim are the Muchzak. So what was Rabbi Yechon and Shaila? We have a Mishnah right here. Okay, what do we have to go to? Uh, try to be pushing it from a Brisa. What do we have to come to Tana Levi? We have a Mishnah, which is Zuck Rashi, a Mishnah, Nishnas, Tamar Beis Medrash. Everybody sitting around Rabbi Yechon would have known this Mishnah. We could have just clearly said, what do you mean? We see in the next Mishnah that she has to write. Must be the Yisraelim are the Muchzak. So, so we see, Elamai, that it's just, El, okay, Elamimastisa, like Elamishma Mina. Okay, we can't learn from the Mishnah. Why? Because the Mishnah that says she, that she writes, it's not because she has to, because you said the but rather the Eitzatavikamashmalan, so to him, Yehuda said that she should write, she should itemize what she's selling it for. It's also just done bitur of Eitzatavikamashmalan. Okay, so that's one side of saying. Again, we tried to say who is considered the Mokhsik, the Amana, or the Yisayimim, subject to Mokhsik Sanayim. We said, no, not subject to Mokhsik Sanayim. The only reason have to itemize according to Rabbi Yehuda, she has to say what she sold from Mokhsik is not because Yisayimim are the Mokhsik and she needs to bring a Raya, but rather um, it's an Eitzit Teva. Or we can go Le'idach Gisei, Inam Le'kuli Alma, Nechsi Becheskes Yasmi Kaimi. Really, the Nechasim, are Becheskes Yasmi, and she will have to bring a Raya, no matter what, that if she sells for Mizaina, she'll have to bring a raya. It's on her. If they say we paid you, she has to go ahead and bring a raya. Now, the high new time with Rabbi Yossi, I, if so, so why, according to Rabbi Yossi, when she sells? So I understand in Rabbi Yehuda, she has to bring a raya. Okay, and therefore, we can say that's what's her raya. She kept track of what she sold at each sale. She said, this is what I'm selling it for, for Mizaina's. So that's her raya. Why? Because the chasim are becheskas yasmi. Or, behind the time with Rabbi Yossi, or we could say, really, that even Rabbi Yossi is going to agree that the Nechassim Arbecheses Yasmi, I, why is she writing Stam? Not for the Raya purposes, not for the Yosemim. You're right, she's going to have to bring a Raya, but rather, that we have a dinner of a Kshisha, Mashal Rav Yosi, Lama what do we compare Rav Yosi? Lishchimera, just like a Shchimera, She'amar, who says, Tunu Masayim Zuzlopoini. So the Shchimera says, give $200 to so and so Balchevi. Balchevi, right? So the Shechid Meirah owned, the guy who was on his deathbed, who was about to die, owed a certain guy money, and he instructed, give $200 to my Balchev. Okay? Now, Ratzah Balchev, he didn't specifically, specifically say, give it to my Balchev to pay my Balchev, to, to pay off my, my debts. I want to settle my debts. He said, give it to my Balchev. Maybe he's just trying to give him a gift. So Ratzah Balchev, Ratzah Balchev, Okay, that he can take the, the person who receives the money, even though he had an outstanding chay from the Shechimera, he can treat this as a gift. Why? Because even matana not only meaning that if he taka, because if he takes it as a matana, then he could still come collect his chay from the lekuchen. So to over here, what we're saying is that yes, in regards to the mezainais, every like we're saying on this side, everybody would hold nechasim or becheskes of the yisaimim. That's nothing to talk about. Why is Rabbi Yossi saying she writes Stam? Because at least to be able to collect her Ksuba from the Lukuchais, if she writes Stam, then she can she has her Ksuba document. There is no written proof that what she sold was for her Ksuba. And if the Lukuchas try to taina that the Mizanah she sold for her Ksuba, 
that the stuff that she sold, sorry, of the Yarshim's estate that she sold was for her ksuba, she can just say, she can say, no, it's blank. Is, you don't have no raya that I sold it from Mexico. Now, of course, for the Yusayimim, since the Yusayimim are the Moksak, that's the Tzad here that we're going on, she would have to bring, and Rashi says that she would bring Adim for that, she would retain Adim for that, but the reason Rabbi Yesi, even though Whole, even though Rebesi holds that the Nechassim are Becheskes Yisayimim, and if she, if they taina to her that, that they paid the Mizaynas, she would have to bring a Raya, and she would bring that Raya for Edim. Still says Rebesi, you know what? She can write the document, she can write when she sells, the bill of sale, when she sells Yisayimim stuff, she writes it Stam. Why? Because this way she'll maintain a uh, preferred position to be able to collect from the Lukuchais for her Ksuba, because Ksuba, different than Mizaynas. Ksuba can be collected from Mishubadim. Mizaynas can only be collected from Bnei Charim. We discussed this before. Both are supposed to be from Karka, but Mizaynas uh, only Bnei Charim because it's an unlimited, it's an unlimited, right? There's no, there's no limits on it, so therefore we didn't allow you to collect from Mishubadim. The Ksuba we did. So again, Rabbi Yesi is saying that the, the reason she would have a Stam document she would write the bill of sale stam is to maintain prefer- preferential position in regards to be able to collect her ksuba from the kulchas later. But you're right, Enechanami would not help her from the assembly. She would have to bring Adim uh, what she sold for Mizainis. Okay, uh, she would she would have to bring Adim that the Yisemim did not did not provide her Mizainis because the Yisemim are the mosuk. We'll stop here.